granddad business with Aaron Caliber. That's my dad. Hello, underpants. That is hilarious. Just your mouth do. Rate and review this podcast or my daddy will go into a deep depression. <laughs> Welcome to Grown Dad Business. Uh, I am in uh, sunny California, uh, particularly Long Beach, California, uh, doing some shows out here. Fun times. Uh, as you're listening to this right away up, probably, uh, no, I am headlining the Ontario Improv. Nobody, I don't have any listeners from Ontario, so who cares? Um, but I got other stuff going on, guys. I'm headlining in Toronto, December 18th and 19th, headlining a weekend in Toledo, New Year's Eve week. That's fun. And uh, yeah, check out uh, mine and Sean Collier's movie uh, review podcast, uh, handlethetruthpodcast.com, at Truth Podcast on Twitter. And uh, before we get into it, shout out to my sponsors, puzzlepacks.com, P U Z Z L E P A X.com. That is the fold up wooden six pack carrier for grown ups. It's amazing. You can get your logo emblazoned on the side. It comes with a bottle opener. You guys know this, and you're tired of it, but you still like it. Puzzlepacks.com. Also, my friends at goodsandevil.com. Cool movie shirts, cool horror shirts, and if you're vegan, they're vegan. They sell vegan shirts. I don't know what that means, but if you're vegan, you're probably like, cool, so that's fine. I'm wearing my favorite Goods and Evil shirt right now, my Camp Crystal Lake counselor shirt. So holler at your boys, puzzlepacks.com, goodsandevil.com. I'm flying through this, but that's fine. Minute 30 intro. I love it. I am in Long Beach, California with my friend Jason Collings. Jason, hello. What's up? You're, you're in Lakewood, California. I don't which, care. Which people confuse with Long Beach all the time. Well, some people like Snoop Dogg. It's surrounded by Long Beach. Jason, uh, Jason has done stuff like The Tonight Show and VH1 and BET Comic View. Yes, he's a tall, old white man. Good looking though. Uh, you are a good looking dude. I'm, I'm I'm ruggedly handsome. Dude, you have the silver fox thing rocking yeah. hard. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that are afraid to get like some gray hair, but like I I'm I can't wait for my silver fox days. I started going gray at 19. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Steve Martin gray. Steve Martin gray. And you know what? I I the only people that said hey, you should dye your hair, are guys. Women love the gray. I love it. I'm I'm You're a little, kind of I'm, like I'm a in touch. Chick. You're No, I'm in touch with <laughs> ladies and gay men. So I, I can I I love it I love the Clooney hair I have you know I, I love it you got that strong part going dude I like that well I <laughs> when I lost a bunch of weight I changed my hair because oh, yeah? I felt like it yeah it looks good I lost a hundred pounds in two years get down yeah I what don't was, talk what, about it because let's who talk cares? about it for just a second who cares what was your heaviest three forty wow yeah. my heaviest was two fifty. That's nothing. I'm, I'm one ninety now. I so. weigh two forty now. Damn. Yeah, but you wear it well in that Camp Crystal Lake Friday the Thirteenth from GoodsAndEvil.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he tours the country uh, for Pittsburgh people. He's been to Pittsburgh. He's going to be coming back to Pittsburgh eventually. Um, but uh, what's cool about you, man, is uh, you're one of my few comedian friends that are really funny that have grown up children. Grown men. Yeah, you have grown men. Yeah. My youngest boy next month will be 21. I, it's so funny because every time I see pictures of you and like 
I see you with these like young dudes and I'm like, what a dork. Yeah. yeah. Like he's like, hanging out with 20 year olds. Those are his kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going surfing with my boys. I'm like this guy <laughs> hanging out with these children. Yeah. And I'm not saying my boys. I'm actually like, like my boys. Your boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that well, is crazy. Cause like, I'm not invited anymore though. They, I'm, they're, the, the waves that the kid is, it's just too scary for me now. Oh really? Yeah. It's huge right now. In yeah. Southern California, 12 foot, Overhead, and they're totally into it, and they're out there doing it, and I'm not doing surfing. It. Yep, not gonna do it. I, uh, yeah, like you know, people know that. Like, I talk about having little kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and I'm like, wow, like you get to talk. You you've been doing stand up about ten years, yeah, and you know, you're talking about having like teenage boys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Ha, like, explain first of all, explain the process of when you started stand up and how old your kids were. I I wanted to do stand up for a long time before I did it. Yeah. But uh, I knew from, you know, experience with my, my dad was in the entertainment business. Yeah. And What'd I know dad do? he was a musician. Okay. He had a hit single in the seventies and he toured and do all we that. know what it is? Probably not. The, the, That's okay. The single was called friends and the band was called feather. Look it up. Um, <laughs> but it, it, guys, it, this, spawn, this podcast is sponsored by friends. Yeah. <laughs> no, by feather. It's a hit friends called- by feather. It's, you know, on Whitewell records. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but uh i knew that he was gone a lot yeah and then i had kids young yeah and i didn't want to be gone a lot so i went right into i, I opened a business and i you know i i did that and and uh i waited till my kids i believe my youngest was 11 yeah and my oldest was 16 really when i, when I started doing stand-up yeah wow they're now 21 and 26 how is that process of your your teenage sons watching their dad do stand up and then like you're on television and here's the you know they never want to tell me that I'm good or cool they're always like whenever I whenever my son says dad can I, you got a show tonight can I come to your show I go yeah 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 that'd be great it's always then followed up by okay well who else is on it though oh you know? shoot that that's so dude, yeah that's your sons yeah. Like I get friends that do that. Yeah, and my it hurts my me. kids. Like who else is on it though? And uh, I think you know, my kids love stand up comedy. Yeah. Like, before before I even got into it, we would watch stand up together. My kids were there. It is. That's my dad. Am I allowed to play this? Of course. There it is. Digging each other. That's very seventy sixties that. Is your dad singing? Lead vocals. Him and my, him and my, him and two of my uncles. I've heard this. Yeah. I like all kinds of music. That's good shit, right? Oh, there. I know this song. Yeah. That's pops on lead vocals, man. Um, I'm gonna put this at the end of my podcast. Awesome. Will your dad sue me? He's no longer around. So. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, we're actually he's go here. To a break to a he's sponsor. over there in that little box, but he's he's kind of quiet these days. Your dad passed away. Yeah. That's one of the things that got me into stand up. Really? It's a it's an interesting story. It's it's well, a, it's a tearjerker, bro. Stories. It's a tearjerker, bro. I mean, I'm ready. So I knew I always wanted to do it. I got all my tears out of Creed. Go ahead. I, <laughs> I knew I always wanted to do stand up and then yeah. I had these kids and I and then I opened a business and when you have a when you own a small business, you're married to that business. There's yeah, really no absolutely. traveling, nothing to do, you yeah. know. But I always had that entertainment bug in me. You know, mm-hmm. I produced music when I was younger, a teenager mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I always just kind of had that bug, entertainment bug. And, um, you know, coming from an entertainment family, like that was my dad on that. So, you know, he yeah. was he was an artist and I just knew that I had that in me and I wanted to do it. And I had this love for comedy. I was the class clown. I was always yeah. getting in trouble for mouthing yeah. often. And, and 
Meanwhile, I, I had this buddy who was a comedian, uh, Joe Coy. Yeah. You obviously know who Joe Coy is. He's a buddy of mine. And, and, uh, and I always tell him, I want to do that. I want to do that. Kind of. Yeah. He's like, well, then do it and do it and do it. Meanwhile, meanwhile, my, uh, my dad got diagnosed with cancer. Mm. He was diagnosed with cancer. They gave him like six months to live. He ended up living like another four years. He was a wow. tough, tough, tough guy. But, um, I was always like, talking about doing it with my dad. I was uh, talking with my father about doing right. it and talking with my buddy Joe about doing it. My brother, I was like, I want to do this. But, you know, it's kind of a scary thing to do, like, you know, sure. to get up in front of all those people by yourself yeah. and try to be funny. And um, one, di- one night, Joe Coy had a uh, show down at the Irvine Improv. Yeah. And Long Beach is between, you know, L.A. and Irvine. Yeah. So Joe calls me, says, hey, I got this show at Irvine, you want to come along? And I said, yeah. I go, I'm at my parents' house. Can you pick me up at my parents'? He's like, yeah, no problem. He comes comes and picks me up. And he, my dad was really excited to meet him because my dad always liked meeting other performers and yeah, artists right, and sure. stuff. And he, he was into that. And he, and he also, he thought Joe was very funny. So Joe comes in and they, they, they meet. My, my wife's calling me. Should I answer? It's granddad business. You better I, make I, it happen. Hi. I'm on. I'm in the middle of a podcast. You're on the podcast with me. It's pretty serious. Um, when your wife calls, one o'clock. Okay, you just got to pick up the phone. I'm. I. You never know. I don't think so. If because we literally just started. You never know what the emergency is going to be. Um, you never know if it's going to be over candles. Perfect. Okay. You don't know if it's going to be over curtains. Alrighty. All right. Bye. It could be over gas prices. All right. We're good. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, so where was I? No, I mean, we're not going to go long. Don't worry. We're not going to f- screw things up at home. No, 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 no. It, it's, it's not a thing. Oh, I gotta even... You've been married for a long time. Long time. Well, I mean, my, think about it. My son's I don't know about your life. 26 years old. I don't know what, how, what order you did Here, Here's how it works. My son's 26, so we've been together for 26 years. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, so, so Joe comes to pick me up at my parents' house. We're back there, and, and he meets my dad, and my dad and him are talking. And by this time, it was... Things were really bad with my, my dad. Oh, jeez. And uh, him, Joe and my dad ended up having a conversation without me in the room. Hmm. Then we get in the car to go to the show, and we're sitting in the driveway, and he, before he pulls out, he says, do you really want to do stand-up comedy? And I said, yeah. And he looks at me, and he, he says, well, then do it. Like, but it was different this time. Hmm. It, it was always guys busting each other's butt. Come on, do it, you pussy. You know? Yeah, right. This time it was, then do it. And I says, I know. And he goes, no, no. If you don't do it, your dad might not be able to ever see you do it. Right. And that hit me. Ugh. And the next, and then a couple of days later, I went to, uh, I went to the Ha Ha Cafe. Yeah. Told them I was a stand-up comedian, which I'd never done before. <laughs> they asked me, how long have you been doing stand-up? I said, oh, five years. I thought that was a good number to throw at them. Really? And I said, Joe Coy, and, and I dropped another, a couple other names of people yeah. that I met through Joe. Yeah. Said that said that you would give me stage time. Told me to come down here that you would give me stage time. Not true at all. Joe told me that I should do an open mic, but I'm over here saying, "Yeah, Joe said you'd put me on one of the shows because yeah, I'm his buddy, and this was the place to come do that at." <laughs> and he said, "This was a I can't remember what day of the week, but he said come back. You're on the show Friday night. You're on the weekend show. <laughs> they booked me on the. <laughs> I had never done stand up ever ever." And I said, you're on the show this weekend. I said, okay. So I leave and I call my brother. You know, my brother, yeah. I have an identical twin brother, Dave. And he says, I said, hey, Dave, we've got to write some jokes. I'm doing stand-up comedy this weekend at the Ha Ha Cafe. And he went, what? 
And we, I went to his house and I tried writing things. And I'm like, I don't think this is how it works. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to wing it. Uh, and I said, I'll just show up. And I got some funny things on my mind I'll talk about. And uh, I get to the I get to the show and, and the guy goes, okay, you're, you're doing 15 minutes. I'd never done stand-up in my life. This is the best. Now, 15 minutes to me didn't sound long. That sounded very short. And right. here's why. Because for the past 20 years, I was teaching. Yeah. martial arts to children and the classes are an hour long mm-hmm. and for an hour you have to keep their attention and you have to keep them entertained and you have to yeah you know for that hour and that's yeah. performing mm-hmm. so when he said 15 minutes i'm like piece of cake and uh, then he says i'm gonna light you at blah 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 i had no idea what he meant by light me this is the best i was like and i said okay yeah do the light thing whatever you're talking i'd know what he did i didn't know what he was talking about <laughs> how do you not even know this i didn't know what he meant you're when friends he, with comedians you know but you you I watched the jokes and I watched the audience. I didn't know. Yeah, you, you didn't you know paying I mean? attention to anything I said, else. Yeah, okay. Like, and so I'm on stage and I'm having a great set. Really? Never yeah. did it before. 15 minutes. I'm doing crowd work. I'm doing callbacks. Because you have to understand, I followed Joe around for a right, year. Right, right, right. Almost every night and went to every show and watched the best comics in LA yeah. do their thing. Right. And I didn't go to open mics. I didn't even know what the hell an open mic was. Yeah. You know, I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought... I thought, here's how it worked. I thought, okay, I want to do stand-up comedy. There's the laugh factory. I'll go tell them that I'm a com- comedian now, and they'll put me on. I just literally thought that's how it worked. I didn't oh know that. You, you know what I mean? It's amazing. So I went to the, and I did 15-minute set, and then the guy running the show starts waving his, <laughs> he opens his flip phone and yeah. starts waving his phone at me. I guess that's the light in my head. Yeah. But I'm going, do I got a, do I got a phone call? <laughs> just somebody oh calling me God, that's so <laughs> why funny. is this guy waving his phone at me <laughs> and then he kept doing it and then it hit me like oh i'm done that means i'm done yeah and i finished up my set got a great response yeah walked off stage and the owner of the club said come back tomorrow you're on the show tomorrow and i ended up uh being a regular performer at that club every that's week bananas and then you know when you do those places, you meet another guy that has a show at another place. Yeah, and, yeah, da, da, da. Yeah. and like four months into doing this, I got on a weekend show at the Improv in LA. Yeah. And then the booker there saw me and then started booking me weekends to open for these guys. And it just kind of went from there. That's great. Yeah. But that, uh, yeah. And, if, and, and the cool thing is I videotaped my second set. Second time I ever did stand-up, I brought wow. a video camera. I videotaped it, brought it home to show my dad. This videotape was for nothing other than so my father can yeah, see yeah, me yeah. do stand-up. I didn't know about submitting tapes to Ferendus. I didn't know anything about that. Right. All I know is that my dad was too sick to come to the club. I'm going to videotape it so that I could show him what I did. Mm-hmm. I bring the thing home and I show my dad. And he says, this is what you're supposed to be doing. It's the best. You know, he was an entertainer. He yeah. said, that does not look like somebody who's had only done it twice. Yeah. You look comfortable. You look a little seasoned. He goes, I don't like the dirty jokes. Don't tell those anymore. I don't think your mother will like those. <laughs> and he goes, but this is what you're supposed to be doing. Don't stop doing it. A month, almost to the day after I started doing stand-up, he passed away. One month into stand-up. That's amazing. He passed, yeah. But because of that, and, he, and, he, and I never stop. Wow. It feels ever, good though, right? It feels great. If you ever see my Tonight Show set on yeah. Leno, at the end of my set, I kind of do a little point up like that. Yeah. That was that's awesome. That was the pops. Yeah. Dude, that's so great. And that's that's how I got into stand-up. And I just wow. and I fucking fell in love with it. Oh, it's so dude. therapeutic. It is uh I try to explain to people it's my drug. Yeah. It's that, my drug. That's when I hear 
comics, new comics, and 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 there's a to me there's a difference between being funny and trying to be funny. You know what I mean? Like you see these new guys on stage going, so did these cell phones. You understand these cell phones? And you're like, why? He's talking about something that he thinks that we're going to think is funny. Yeah. What I do is I just talk about things that I think is funny. Yeah. And if you and I believe that, if you believe in what you're saying, the audience has no choice. Absolutely. And uh, for me, it was such therapy because I, 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 I don't understand why people don't go up and talk about themselves. Yeah, it's so fun to just talk about your shit and talk about what makes you yeah, angry. I, and talk I, about you know. I always, I've always told younger comics, and I'm like, who am I? But like, I've always said, like, you know, if you talk about you and your worldview and your experiences mm-hmm. and your life, nobody else is doing that. Yeah, nobody's yeah. talking about my crazy five year old son. Right, people are talking about their kids, but no one's talking about yours. Right, nobody's yeah. talking about my wife and kids. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, and it, it, just talk about you. Be original. Yeah. I mean, if you look at some of the greatest comedians in the world, name some of the greatest comedians in the world. Yeah, they're, exactly. It's uh, it's uh, it's about them. Exactly. It's about you, the Cosby, Pryor. Look look at them. Yeah. You know, Carlin. Yeah. It's talking about what they think in their worldview. Oh, man, those were my guys too. Yeah, me those too. Were, and that's how that's what that and that was the. If you remember, there was when the, there wasn't a Comedy Central. It was always like the 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 next special coming on HBO. Yeah. That was like an event in my house. Me too. We couldn't I got wait. So excited till the new Carlin special came on yeah. HBO, and we got together as a family and sat down and watched it. And I came up in the mid '90s with a lot of black comedy. Mm-hmm. Like I was obsessed with Martin Lawrence. Oh yeah. And even my first couple years, like I, if you watch tapes, I was Martin Lawrence. Yes, yeah. I've said that multiple times. You had the here. black scent and everything, dude. It was. <laughs> I, I've 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 gotten that it's like Cosby material performed by Martin Lawrence. That's so that's funny. kind of like <laughs> where I'm at. Is that douchey to say? No, that's nah, it so gives you it gives funny. you an idea. Yeah, it gives you. You an never idea saw was... me live. Uh, <laughs> that's um, great. So that's just that. That's an amazing story, dude. Yeah. And really now good. you I know, know that. And my kids watch me, and my you know, when I get to, they they come. To, what's cool for my kids is they come up. They get to come see me, but they also get to see their favorite comics right like jonathan loves daniel tosh yeah loves him and he got to see daniel tosh bring me on stage one night at the comedy store wow you know what i mean so that was cool you yeah know? absolutely and uh you know they 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 loved they loved it you know and then you know when i'm on the road you know my my oldest met me in new orleans one time and yeah. when i was on tour with Dalia, we uh one of our stops was was uh, the civic theater in new orleans yeah. and my son drove out from where he's living now because cool. he lives kind of near there and we got the, it, that's another weird thing is like, I was my, my twenties, who's, he's 20, going to be 20, he's 26 now. He turned 26 in September, meets me in New Orleans. And then after the show, we go party on Bourbon Street together. And I took a minute and like, I went, I'm on Bourbon Street hanging with my son. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> it was the best. I can't even see. I'm at a point now where my kids are so little, mm. and so like I'm at a point now where I'm worried about my kids hearing me swear. Like when mm. my daughter discovers YouTube, oh, and like that's I, terrifying. Yeah, how does that feel? Like you like, know, do you constantly think like if you have stuff out there, you know, when you started or whatever, when they're teenagers, it, it, you worried about that? No. Here's the thing: it, it, this whole idea of everyone documenting freaking everything yeah. on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube mm-hmm. is not, it's still young. They, yeah. they, they, that there wasn't a lot of that happening when I was started. Doing okay, okay. YouTube was around, but it wasn't like it is now in MySpace. Yeah. But there wasn't. So Facebook. now you're saying it's worse for me. Yeah. There's so many 
there's so many freaking I mean I I've had I've had my 13 12 year old niece like cite bits from my like TV spots right and it's so easy because it's to. on YouTube. It's so easy to get. They to. just. I mean, of course, my nieces and nephews who are teenagers can type in my name. Yeah, and they do, and they know how to use all that equipment way uh, better than I do. That's for sure. It's terrifying to me. Yeah, like part of me is like, okay, well now I can only do Sesame Street. Ah, uh, that stuff. I don't is, want to be a bad example. I get so annoyed with social media. Me too. I have to do it, but I. I know. Can't stand it. I can't even. I can't even talk about it. I'll make people mad. I can't even go I can't, through. I don't know my if I can give my real opinion on Instagram. I get so tired of seeing I know. what everybody's bragging about. It's that's all it is. Look, I know. Who look where I'm standing. Look what I'm eating. Look where I'm standing. Look, look no, what, and it, yeah. it, and it's you know part of it too is uh, you know I think that a lot of social media is not necessary unless you have fans or followers, right? Which is exactly what they call them. Yeah, and it makes sense if you mm. really think about. I, I actually worked in marketing and advertising for a little bit, and and I used that to like saying like. No one is like a. F- no one's following your Honda dealership, right? Like, right. No, no one's like, ooh, what they already bought their car, right? They're not now. It's all customer service, you know. So I'm getting too into it, but no, I mean? like, but like, it's like unless you're worthy of having fans and followers, yeah, it doesn't not worthy. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Some For, people don't. They're like, what, the, what are you talking about? No, here's douche. an example. Anytime I post a picture of me and my dog just goofing around yeah. or a picture of me and my brother yeah. together. Lots of comments, lots of likes. Right. As soon as I post an advertisement, like a flyer of a show that I'm doing, Absolutely. that gets the least amount of attention. 100%. You know what I mean? People I want to it. see the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. People want to just see the real thing and I get that, but it's like, like the real thing, like I'm going to take an Instagram picture right now. Oh, but my hair. No, I'm, your hair is gorgeous. Thanks, man. Get in here. Look, this is us podcasting. God, we're cute. Like, we're just like two buddies on the couch drinking wine. You know? Um, <laughs> why did you make it? Why could it be like a beer, man? They're just two buddies drinking wine. Because we. With cheese. Are. We're grown ups. Grown dads. But we're not grown ups. That's the thing. We're grown ups in years, in age, but. But we are grown ups. I'm so immature. So am I. I love that. But your house and is covered in. Prettiness. This, this is a catalog. Yeah. And I know that's not your fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. But like. We are grown-ups in some sense. Yeah. Like the right things. The right things. I, did you feel like when you're a dad like this and you're, you're like a child at heart, but the things that where you're supposed to be a grown-up, you're a grown-up. It makes me feel right. good. Yeah. That I like can still make, Providing food yeah. on the table. Providing. Making, or, making, setting a good example. Yeah. But I'm so Not much, like going out getting smashed. Right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. chasing women. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just like, no, I'm too old for that. Yeah, but then you can still be a good guy. You yeah, can still be a you know a funny dad, yeah. a fun friend and husband. A little embarrassing once in a while. Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're at Olive Garden. I'm gonna rip. I'll never place. forget one time my my son had a, a girl that he was dating at the house. I can't wait for this. By and the way. I was making a joke. I was being silly and making a joke and making fun of him and her a little bit. And yeah, he looks at her and goes, "It never stops." <laughs> <laughs> Like dad's always on. I love it. Know? Well, and my son is five and he's, he's now always on. Oh, I love that. That's my, I was the class clown. My son already is that. the class clown. Like all his preschool graduation. When they called his name, he stood up and kissed his muscles. Nice. I mean, this kid and got a huge laugh and I think he already knows how addicting it is. Yeah, man. But he's, but my son's not addicted to it. Like I am where like I, 
and I've said this multiple times. That's why I try not to talk about me because you're the guest. But, but you're like, so cool. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, tell my wife. Oh, uh, oh goodness. <laughs> no, like, like I know from the childhood that I've had and stuff like that. Like I tell people all the time. Like I've done. I've said it in press. Like I want attention. Yeah, I want attention. I this is a, a positive form of attention. This is the best kind of attention. Yes, like I tell people all the time. If you, I, you know, I used to work with kids. Like, hey, you, if you go go get your kids into performing. Yeah. If if your kids are trying to get attention from, you know, the opposite sex or the same sex, what it's sex, you know, what I yeah, mean? yeah, like that kind of thing, or yeah. drugs, or partying, or whatever, get them into performing arts. Yeah. They won't want any other attention ever again. Yeah. They won't want affirmation from any other stupid douchebag friends. Exactly. Uh, you start and performing. Honestly, I wish that I got into it when I was yeah. when I was in school, yeah. junior high, high school. I never. That's when I. That's what saved my life, dude. I never got into it. I didn't get into the. I, I didn't get. Yeah. I, and, and I was a little insecure and afraid of failure and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. I had major insecurity issues growing mm-hmm. up, and I was always like, I don't. I don't want to be made fun of. Growing up as an identical twin is. It's well, let's talk about that for a second. You are because, uh, constantly being. I, I definitely feel at. like I've met your brother a couple times, and yeah. I feel like he's as funny as you. Probably he's a funny guy. He's not a stage performer, but he's a great writer. He's very funny in conversations. Right, right. He's one of those guys that you won't say much, but when he says it, you're like, "Oh God, you got it." You know. So how does? Let's talk about that. I, I don't think I've ever had a twin on before. It's next time I come back here. I want both your brothers, you and you. Yeah, definitely. Let me fun. tell you. Let me tell you. I'm going to be honest, because, and people aren't going to understand this unless they're a twin identical twins especially it's amazing and it sucks at the same time sure it's amazing because i've never been alone yeah i uh built-in best friend so that's amazing my parents did a lot of good okay i think a big mistake a lot of parents of twins make is treating them as one thing Mm. you got to treat them as two individual people my parents never dressed us alike that's cool. They never did that. They didn't give us rhyming names, any of that stuff, which I've seen a lot. And <laughs> rhyming names. Oh God, frickin' frack and Jason and Mason and ugh, all that. I grew up with a set of twins named Santuan and Antoine. Oh my God. Yeah. They sound like the two best gayest brothers. Oh I've man, ever met in Santuan my life. and Antoine. One is a commercial diver now, and one's a police officer. But yeah, I just I'm I, so I, happy. I didn't envision that. I wanted them so bad to, to have an HGTV show together. Right. <laughs> one is a. Uh, one has got a, a home improvement show on HGTV, and uh-huh. the other one is in Cirque du Soleil now. So <laughs> the best, the best. But I'm so happy that they didn't do that. But other people, all they wanted to do was that. Right. It was never just hey Jason. It was worse Jason and David. Jason and David. My aunts and uncles. Anytime you ever see yeah. pictures of us dressed identical, it's because we were being babysat by someone else. <laughs> but um, you're constantly being stared at. You, you, I mean, we were constantly being stared at. Yeah. Con- and, 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 and scrutinized it, 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 and teased. A, but isn't it a normal thing where people are like, are they identical twins? I'm staring at them. Are they? Yeah. They are, aren't they? Now imagine you just, somebody coming up to you and just going, whoa. Just staring at you going, no way, dude. That's so whoa. weird. Every day of our lives, every day of our lives, constantly all day. It's like, yeah, we get it. And then people going, what are you, oh, you guys can't do this to me, man. You're freaking me out. Like we're f- sideshow freaks. That's so odd. And you, but I like, know that people are dumb. People are dumb. And people that aren't having that happen to them, like right now you're going, whoa, that is kind of a weird oh, Imagine 45 years of that. Oh, my God. And, and then- I'm sorry on the behalf of and then, human beings. And then people are jealous. 
because of all the attention you're getting. People get really little, people get jealous of you, and and because of all the attention you're getting, we were the center of attention without even trying to be the center of attention. Like at family functions, everywhere, or- school, family functions. To this day, my brother and I run together almost yeah. every morning. It it's if you and a buddy were running down the street, no one would notice, <laughs> but we still get honked at and people stopping and to, you know what I mean? What? Yeah, because we still look very much alike. Yeah, that's and, so uh, dumb. Yeah. And we're not trying to look that much alike. We just both happen to have to wear glasses. We both need glasses. We both have gray hair. We both wear it short. We both have facial hair. You know what I mean? It's just. I just, I guess I'm so surprised just being like, wow, people are dumb. And it's like, it actually makes me feel good as a person where I'm like, I would never do that. That's I'm like, yeah. So what happened, it would be a glance like, oh, those guys look alike. That's cool. Yeah. So what happened growing up with the jealousy People made fun of us a lot. People really? made fun of us a lot and, it, and, and wanted us to fail. Huh. And as soon as you made any kind of slight mistake, it was like, oh, you fucking suck. You know really? what I mean? Like they wanted us to fail. Wow. And so there went, I, w- I went through a time when I didn't want to be looked at. I loved singing. I loved telling jokes. I loved making music. I loved all these artistic yeah, yeah. things, but I kept it a secret. Yeah. You know, I had a full-on recording studio in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. My bedroom was a recording studio. I put a red light outside of it that went on it's to the best. let you know that nobody can come in because I'm recording right now. And then I ended up finally getting into making some music and producing for some people, and I made this. And that was even hard. I was like, oh, right. my God. And you get this fear of failure because right. people are always expecting it. It was just rough. And then um, when I had kids, it's literally like nothing's going to be harder or scarier than this. Right. I'm just going to tell jokes for 10 minutes. That's a hundred percent true, man. You know, the scariest thing you could do ever you, do. Do you ever, uh, uh, I'm speaking to the young comedians right now mm-hmm. who are single, no children, right. and they just bitch and complain about stuff. Oh, their life is so hard. Oh my God. But and guess like, who they have to worry about? Them. That's, that's it. it. That's it. We're if responsible I had to worry for, about just me? Oh man. Oh. I've told, oh. I've told comedians had I been single with no children, I'd be farther along in my career. Oh, right amazing. But you have yeah. to put so much other time. Because the entertainment industry, as an artist, actor, singer, mm-hmm. whatever, you have to be a selfish person. You have to be very self-centered. A little bit, yeah. And you have to be selfish. Mm-hmm. And you have to care about just you. When you're a parent, a good parent, mm-hmm. you can't, you're not that guy. I find myself parenting my comic friends, my younger buddies. That's, yeah. You know? Yeah. And you just you yeah. just become that guy. Yeah. So uh, you know, half of my energy and focus was on my career, actually less than, yeah. and most of my energy and focus had to be on. Right. Are, are the school clothes clean for tomorrow morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, does he have his lunch money? Does yeah. He, I, I, mean, I mean, I've told you before. I think it really helps that, like, for me, it was like, well, you know, if I'm going to do this to like provide for my family, I got to work hard at it, and it, it it very I made it very quickly my job. Yeah. Like I, you know, I did whatever I had to do to like make money. And you treat it like a job. Absolutely. A lot of these young comics aren't treating it like a a business. They go out to do the stand up and the the majority of their night is, okay, I'm going to tell jokes for 10 minutes and then I'm going to get fucking wasted for the rest of the night. Yeah. And we even said like before we were talking on here is that like, you got to have this balance of business and and funny. Like you got to treat it like a business. And a lot of people want to do it for a living. And then, you know, all of a sudden one day you're going to start making money. No, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you 
dude, like people are blown away that it pays my bills. I'm like, no, yeah. well, it's my it's my job. People are blown away that by that with me because I live in LA. Do you know how hard <laughs> it is to make money doing stand up living in LA? I do. Oh man, <laughs> and I live outside of LA. Yeah, like I kind of live. It's like where I, I'm it, on a good day. It'll take me 25 minutes to get into Hollywood. Yeah. On the freeway. No traffic. Yeah. You know, on a, on a rough day, maybe, maybe in traffic in a couple, an hour or so, but that's nothing. Right. But it's just far away enough. Yeah. That I could keep my sanity. True. Keep, you know, my kids in a normal environment and, you know, but it's a and your kids hard, grew up here. Yeah. My kids grew up. My kids, my kids are Long Beach kids. How long have you been in this house? This house, I bought this house, I think think it's about it might be four or five years now oh okay yeah but i lived in I, I lived in other houses in the area but i rented yeah yeah and then the last house that i rented i kind of got screwed by the owner hmm. and i just thought i don't want to do that What's anymore his name and number his name. <laughs> <laughs> so i just said i don't want to rent anymore so i bought it you know I bought it. yeah sure it's a little scarier because if the you know when you're renting and something and you get a roof leaks you just call your landlord and they fix it my roof leaks <laughs> I, I gotta spend a goddamn money. Oh, on I'm it. there. I, yeah. I've had a house for seven or eight years. Yeah. Um, wow. You but, have a lot to talk about. Yeah, man, I've had like yeah. I love how we already hit on little things about like your dad, you being a twin, mm-hmm. you having kids. I feel like we could have an episode on each one. Mm, yeah. Like growing up. Like I don't even want to know yet. I don't even want to. Next time, I want you and David, and like I just want to talk about you guys growing up. Oh man, that's. I don't be, even want to hear about that now. The, me and David together is great. We, we're writing partners. We uh, we write together. We it's uh, amazing. Yeah, he's 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 helped me with a lot of my stand up stuff. He's a wow. funny guy. He's giving me notes and he's giving me my writing partner is my five year old son. That's awesome. <laughs> you know when he wakes up and he's peed on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's another thing that, that where I'm at now in my parenting. Yeah, is you, you never stop being a parent. People sure. people that don't have kids in my they're like, dude, you're done. Fucking, you're done. You're never no, done being no, a dad. No, no way. I my son lives in Arkansas. He moved to Arkansas to open some businesses. Yeah. He's far away. I still worry and concerned and want to make <laughs> sure he's okay. Yeah. And did you eat today? And da da da. And I FaceTime him. He's 26 years old. You know what I mean? He's an yeah. adult. Of course, they roll their eyes at me. Like, I'm, a, my, I'm an adult, dad. Chill out. Yeah. I can't even tell you how many times my son has said to me, dad, I'm 18. Dad, I am 19 years old. Dad, I'm 20 years old. You know? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. He's about to be care. 21 and I don't care. I don't care. You know, you know, it's it's a trip. I miss I miss having little guys though. People, oh, I, I try to enjoy it as much as I can now. People misunderstand that too. When I say I miss my my little ones, they say, Well then have another one. I go, No, 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 you're not understanding. I miss them little. Yeah. You know what I mean? I miss when Jonathan and James were little guys. Right, right, right. I don't like need a little guy. <laughs> you right, know right, what right. I mean? And uh, but you know what? Twenty six years old, he's had a girlfriend for seven years now. I mean, grandfatherhood might be a Right around the corner, you never what? know. Yeah, that's that could happen any day now. Any day with now. your kids. Here's the way I look at. Wait, it. here's wait, the way I look just, at. Let me just wait. Let me just say this out loud. Yeah, Jason, my friend here, <laughs> you could be a grandfather any day. You don't know. any day. Here's why. I'm forty. I'm gonna be uh, next month. I'll be forty five years old. Oh my god. In January, I'll be forty five. Um, my son is twenty six. When he was born, his mother and I were teenagers. When my youngest was born, I was 23 years old. He's 26. He could, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could easily be the dopest, coolest grandfather on the planet. You would be. You know? You're a comedian. I'm wearing Nikes. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, and the thing is, people go, oh, that's, ah, fuck it. 
You like it? I'll embrace it. I'll enjoy it. I can't think. You're making like my heart palpitate right now. Like I can't think of that. Like I have I, kids and I can't welcome it. Here's why. I but where you're at, I get it. The greatest thing I've ever done was been a father. Yeah, me too. You know, and Absolutely. I I had a job for 20 years where I taught children i helped kid at risk kids i taught kids with with learning disabilities i yeah. taught jeff deaf children i taught autistic children i taught kids in wheelchairs i did some what i felt was some really nice things for some great but the greatest thing i ever did was raise my own kids and if i can do that was if i can be a grandfather oh i'd be the best i'd cuss so much <laughs> come here little fucker don't cuss in front of the kid ah shut up i did it to you kid you know what i mean oh man i can't wait wow the best part about being a grandparent too is you get to give them give them back at the end of the day um wow all right before we get out of here um i'm i always afraid to ask this question because a lot of people have dropped some big knowledge on me uh so do you have any advice for me as a young dad who's also a comedian it's it's usually very similar but the advice knowing what i already know about you Mm -hmm. the advice i would give you you're already doing it you're 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 balancing the career with with parenthood. In other words, you're not you're not neglecting them to do the stand up. Yeah, no way. You're not being selfish with your stand up to No way. So that's my only advice I mean would be that. Like find a balance. If this is something that in your heart that you want to do and this is your love and you love doing it, you have to do it. Yeah. Because you will be so upset and you don't you never want to look back and go man i could have done that and you never want your children to go dad didn't live his dream because of us yeah no you know what i mean you know and i it's almost like i could only do it because of them too because i kind of have that a little bit like my dad quit the music business yeah because it wasn't going the way he thought it was going to go and it was rough and so when i was eight eight years ago from when I was born to when I was eight years old, he was gone a lot on tour wow. and in and out of the house. Yeah. When I was eight, he literally quit entertainment Just business. quit. Cold turkey. What? One day, he was done, took, David, took my brother and I, to signed us up for Pop Warner football, became the coach of the team. Wow. And from eight years old on, and then and, and he, you know, he, he opened, ended up running a, an electronics company, Fortune 500 company with a, a guy yeah. that was in a band with yeah. him. They All started right. this company yeah. together and, but then he was dad. He was super dad from age eight and on. And he loved it. Don't get me wrong. But I know, I know there was a little bit of sadness there that he didn't get the dream. Jeez. Yeah, I don't want to lay that on my kids. You know? I, 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 you know, I, I can't imagine doing anything else. And my kids just know daddy is like, you make people laugh. Yeah. And, that, and my advice is make all the time in the world for them i've made for the mistake sure. of neglect i did a little bit of neglecting a, sure. a subconsciously i didn't know that i was doing it i wasn't being a jerk sure. and going no kids i ain't got time for you but i know that i missed some things sure that's that's you know? one thing that i learned early on um and i can say it i mean jim brewer told me he mm-hmm. said don't miss holidays and birthdays yeah and that's, that's the it. hardest part of this business yep. is some of the highest paid gigs are on holidays and you know you what? Know? I I I don't regret it so far. Yeah, the I only mean, one that I've that I've I I never work on Christmas. No, no way. I never work Thanksgiving, and I will never work. I never worked on birthdays. Yeah, when they were little and needed me on their birthday. Yeah. Now, or I, like, I stay home. But I've always 
tried to work on New Year's. New Year's was the one. Oh yeah, New Year's. Yeah, I, yeah, I but, always work. You know, but yeah, I I try to you know Easter, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and yeah. now three birthdays. Halloween's very important. Oh, that, even I'll never, it's not I can really never miss holiday, that. But you got to take them trick or treating. Oh, now you my family. Uh, my I mean, if, if you can see on Instagram, my whole family was the Batman family. That's awesome. I mean, <laughs> Joker and Harley Quinn. Me and my wife were Robin and Batman. Yeah, my little baby was Batgirl. I mean, now it's like a thing. Like, they already planned our outfits for next year. Oh, man, I don't mean to worry you, but it's going to break your heart. I know. When they don't want you to go trick-or-treating with them anymore. Where I are you can't. going, Dad? I'm coming, aren't I? Nah, I'm going with my boys. I can't. All right. Oh, man, that all comes. But they come back around. Yeah. And because, you, and because you're a good dad and you're there, even when they go through that awkward, get away from me, Dad, get out of my room, yeah. which they will. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had my son go off on me in the kitchen one time when he was yeah. a teenager, and I'm like, whoa, he's got a lot of baggage there. They come back. Yeah. Because you were there. Because I never left, and I was here. I, I felt that yeah. with my mom. I've yeah. always said, I've said this a couple times on here, it's like, you know, I hit 18, 19, I'm like, wow, she's amazing. Yeah. She's pretty cool. I, I have vivid memories of just going off on my yeah. dad and thinking, you suck. Yep. And then now I think that guy was awesome. Yeah, right. You know, he was there. Yeah. And he sacrificed so much for me and my brother. Yeah. And they see that. They don't they don't think they see it when they're younger and they because right, they're young. Right, they're right, kids, right. they're dumb. Kids are dumb. But um <laughs> they come back around and they yeah. see it. Yeah. Well that's oh, some man. nice hope. Well, thanks, dude. Dude, no problem. Where uh, awesome. where can people go to uh, check you out? Uh well um What's your website? Jasoncollings.com. Calling C O L L I N G S. J A S O N C O L L I N G S dot com. And then on all the stuff at Jason yeah, yeah. Collings. Yeah, that's good. You pulled that together. Yeah. You're at Jason like- Collings on all the stuff. And then I think my Facebook fan page thingy is uh comedian Jason Collings or something like that. <laughs> Couldn't get them all together. Nah, Whatever. I tried. Yeah, Chase, check out Jason. Uh, dude, you know, for a lot of people from Pittsburgh, they know uh, they might have seen you. Mm-hmm. You might I'm be back, back in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm coming back. I want to come back. You can see him all over the country. Yep. New Year's weekend, I'll be at the Stand Up Scottsdale in Scottsdale, Arizona. There you go. Something like, I think we're doing three shows New Year's Eve and then the rest of the weekend. So Nice. Yeah. Anything else in December? What have I got in December? I'll be. You're in LA a bunch. I'm, I'm, you got to. That's if, how it if works. I, I, if I'm I, in LA, I'm up at the comedy store at least twice a week. I'm at Comedy Magic twice a week. Like I'm headlining Comedy Magic in Hermosa tomorrow night. I'll be there this weekend. I'll be at the comedy store this weekend. I'm at the improv. I'm at Flappers. Like when I'm in LA, I'm working. But yeah. road stuff, you know, I mean, I'll be in. Okay. Uh, the end of March, early April, I'll be at MGM Grand for a week at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club. Dope. Yeah. So you can see me there too. Yeah. I mean, if you come to LA, there's, you know, you're one of the few comics. You know, I tell people if they come to LA, like you'll go see Jason. You'll see Jason. Thanks, um, man. Yeah, thanks, dude. Thanks for giving me some grown dad business. Yeah, <laughs> this was fun. All right, well, I'm gonna hit stop. All right, do it. I don't, I don't like goodbyes, but okay. <laughs> um. All right, well, I'm gonna go judge your DVD collection. See ya. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys, be kind to be funny. Bye, ya. Yeah.